Hey everyone, welcome to another uh, episode of the Rodcast. Uh, it is great to be uh, sharing with you, connecting with you. And how are you doing, Pastor Rod? Doing great, Adrian. Yourself? I'm doing good. Excited for another uh, great conversation because today we are starting a new series called um, A Place That the Next Generation Will Love. And basically, this we're going to be talking about the distinctives of who Lifehouse is. Um, and this comes out of... 20 years. It was 20 mm. years ago that you and Pastor Viv, your family, and a small team from Australia planted Lifehouse Church. So, how do you feel after 20 years? Ah, wonderful. <laughs> Look back of um, 20 years of mainly amazing people, amazing times. God has been very good to me and Viv and our kids. What can I say? We're very, very happy. Oh, that's so good. And really, the purpose of this uh, series is going to be to really share more about the distinctives of who we are as Lifehouse, our culture. And so whether you're part of Lifehouse, it's going to really help you uh, get more involved in the church. But if you're not part of Lifehouse, I think it will help you to think through your culture in your organization as a leader. And we're going to be talking about how to how to build and maintain culture. And so... Yeah, let's just dive straight in today, Pastor Rod. Uh, why do you think it is important for a leader to define and to uh, clarify the culture of the church or organization? Yeah, absolutely. Um, John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership. And I think it's really true in, like you, you mentioned, sports clubs or school. In our case, church, which has a very special um, extra, which is Jesus, Um but definitely the leader needs to know where they're going and to be able to communicate that well over time. Mm. Very, very important. Mm. And just uh, do you think it it really, the, the success of a community depends on having a good culture? I really do. I think, I think um, it's like a family. You've got to have a great culture in a family and um, to have peace. And, and have a, a sense of um, we're moving ahead together. Yeah, I, th I think culture is a huge word. We, we probably need to discuss it or define it. But, but culture is simply what we do and what we don't do, like th those two things in a family, the, the way we do it and the way we don't do it, the way we think and the way we, we avoid. So culture is, is a great thing. It, it needs to be a healthy, happy culture to develop happy hippie. <laughs> happy, happy, healthy lives. Mm. Really important subject. Oh, that's great. And so on that, you mentioned that it's so culture is something that uh, this is who we are. Mm. And this is who we aren't. Do you think it's important that we define both? Both? Yeah, I do. The most important thing is who we are. Um, so that needs to come first. It needs to be really clearly in a church biblical. And um, the, these are the values of Jesus and these are our values. And, hmm. and, and to be known for what we are for, what we believe yeah. in, what we want to do, what, all, all those positive forward-moving things. I think that what we're not doing will come out of good teaching because, hmm. you know, as I said, in families, there's some things you just don't do. Or can't do. For example, in our family growing up, we said to our boys, you, you can't slam the door. If you get angry or upset, you can't mm. slam the door or you can't stomp through the house. And, <laughs> and we, 
you know, it, for little kids, we sort of made it a little bit more fun. Like, you know, we don't do that here. We are, you know, happy people. So mm. going back to the positive, but but creating a culture that is not um, heavy or, mm. um, you know, like abusive in any way whatsoever. Mm. But the what we don't do is attached to, but what we do do is we have a, a happy family where we deal with our anger and we mm. we talk to people and and so the, the the negative moves back to the positive and becomes a whole so what we yeah. have, what we do and what we avoid are not like two opposites but rather mm. parts of the same two mm. two sides of the coin if i could put it that way I, th- I think we can do that in church too we say hey we're going to love people love god that means we're not going to judge people and mm. you know that sort of thing so that's it, it, it's it's a it's an organic concept, really. Mm. What we do and what we don't do creates a happy culture. Oh, that's awesome. So it's really that focusing on the vision. This is who we want to be, and that kind of helps us say, okay, if this is who we are, this is then that helps us also know mm-hmm. what we not don't want to do. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And and some things are not negative. Like some things we can't, we just can't do. Where a church of certain size or a certain strength or, you know, here in Japan, you know, we, we are, we are people rich, but we struggle with resources. So there's some things we just can't do. And that's not like a, a, neg- a negative. It's just the way, it's just the way it is. You've just got to make budgets and make things work, but that does drive the way that we, you know, um, think about finance and using finance well for the kingdom and budgeting and, and training and, um, so that's sort of limitations, isn't it? It's sort of different than a negative is a, is a limitation, but every place does have limitations too, such as, um, a family has a limitation of where we're going to go on holidays or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, discussing the whole, discussing the whole of the future and the vision will bring in, uh, those negative things that we need to avoid and also limitations or our current reality. Yeah. Um, so culture is really formed out of necessity as well. Mm. Um, I don't know if that really answered the question, but I think it's really important to put it in there that when we when we came to Japan, a lot of our culture was mm. formed through need or necessity, and um, <laughs> it formed some great cultural values. And I think that it will, with any um, character issue, um, trials, troubles, limitations, whatever, will drive us to a cultural value that is actually meaningful, significant. And, um, and ministry comes out of that too. Yeah. So, so culture is a huge subject, isn't it, really, for, for individuals, families, and churches? Yeah, that's awesome. And, yeah, I think, like, like you said, every, every family, every community has a culture. And so you can either – either it's just going to be there by default or you can – you can define it. You can build it yeah. intentionally. And um, I remember as a kid, uh, every time my mom used to be driving me to a friend's house, uh, she used to say to me, I want you to always say please and thank you. Mm. I want you to always offer to help because that's what fun sales do. Uh, and right. she was like, you, you not, you're representing our family. So she was really trying to help me understand, well, this is, this is who we are. She defined our culture yeah. and said, this is how we outwork this culture. So yeah, I think oh, it's a big part of belonging. <laughs> and and I, I think your mum's amazing, right, to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it developed healthy attitudes in you and, and probably helped yeah. you in life, helped you get uh, a great wife as well and a great 
family and you know like that those values that culture mm. puts into us sets us up for mm. great success yeah. yeah that's great and i also think it 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 for me it it brought a sense of belonging as well like i'm part of this family and it, it made mm. me proud to be a part of this family and i see the same in church when we yeah. when you see the whole community carries this combined culture this is who we are it brings a place of it brings direction vision but also a place of belonging as well it really does i think that's a great a great concept yeah um culture does bring a sense of family and belonging and meaning and and moving the head together and mission yeah so many words come into this so awesome i want to talk more about um just holding your course and and really building culture so over 20 Mm. years you've had uh, different influences trying to maybe change the direction of the culture, but how have you and Pastor Viv really uh, built a strong culture and maintained it uh, over the 20 years? Uh, we've been pastors a long time, um, 35 years. We've, um, we've seen a lot of history. We've lived in a lot of countries. We've seen a lot of people, and, and we've just really decided what really is essential for our lives, our own lives. And and, and what's valuable for what we feel our own children, our own boys, Monty and Richie growing up. And mm. so when we came to Japan, we, we really had a, a blank piece of paper and felt God say to us, write on the piece of paper. Mm. And one of the things we wrote is we want a great church for our children. Mm. We want a church where our children can grow up and be healthy and happy and love God. Mm. And, and by God's grace, um, that has happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our boys did, but but to do that, you have actually got to think through what what you want and what is essential. And I think for Christians, we need to go to the Bible first of all, yeah, for some great values. And I, I think most churches or all all great churches would definitely think about two two Bible verses. Uh, one is in Matthew twenty two, and one is in Matthew twenty eight. Um, these these were made sort of famous by Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, and I think. Um, when we all read that book, we all went. This is these are these are the values that we do need to put up front, and mm. and I think that. So when we set our church here in Japan, we we straight away came to these scriptures and said, mm. "This is the biblical value. This is not just Lifehouse. This is yeah. These these are like keynote verses. Here we go. Uh, Matthew twenty two. Jesus was asked, "What's the greatest commandment?" Verse thirty seven. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. And all your mind, this is the great first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And what Jesus was doing was taking the whole Old Testament, which was their Bible at the time, mm. and summarizing it into two verses or two commands. Love mm. God, love people as yourself. It's pretty amazing summary. Mm. And, and I just think that that's got to be the base of any culture. Uh, whether it's personal, family, or church as a Christian. Lord, we want to love you first. We want to have a priority first, love mm. the Lord. And with it, that means we're going to love other people. Matthew 28 is the mission one um, where Jesus says in Matthew 28, I'll just, I'll just read it here. Matthew 28, verse 18, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations that's what we've done here in japan mm. baptizing them in the name of the father and the son of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey teaching them to obey everything i have commanded you and surely i'm with you to the very end of the age so 
love God, love people, and then this sense of mission mm. with God's power, with mm. God's Holy Spirit power, I think is the base of all great churches. Mm. And any church that have that as a base, we're going to have great fellowship with and brotherhood, sistership with. Um, so, so when we went to write, that was the first thing we wrote. Obviously, we want a church of, of loving God, worship and honor and um, loving people and and then um, how do we reach these people for Jesus? Mm. That's the base. And then I think we build up from there. Okay. Awesome. So do you want to maybe just talk a little bit more about this blank sheet of paper? Um, just yeah. how, how, how were you, what did you and Pastor Viv discuss and how did you settle on a few of those mm. things? Like uh, you've just mentioned that you started sure. first foremost in scripture. This is who we are yeah. defined by Jesus and, but then there's also other things that you really like. Sure. This is who we want to be. Yeah. When we came to Japan, we we were we came because of a vision God gave my wife mm. Viv, a vision of a big wave, a tsunami vision, we called it, the concept mm. of a big wave of God's love and grace coming in Japan. And uh, we, we came here and we we saw the beautiful Japanese people and we thought they're full of they're full of such good things, but they've never heard of Jesus. And we want to share Jesus in a way that they can understand. And so the value of the church had to be um, representing Jesus in this culture. One of the things we felt was very important was joy. (laughs) Joy. (laughs) The joy of the Lord is our strength. In in your presence is fullness of joy. And and so we we felt that was one thing. We felt a lot of churches um, uh, here... Uh, was struggling a little in this area, um, and we heard from young Japanese who had been to a church that they didn't want to go back, and we we couldn't understand that because we love church. Mm-hmm. But they were saying they were trying to describe it, it was it was hard, it was heavy, it was I don't know what they were trying to, and we just felt they just need to see the presence of God through joy, through just mm-hmm. love and joy, and so we felt that early on it was going to be fun. We had a young team, as you said, from Australia, uh, 10 or 11 young Australians, and mm. they were really full of joy. They, mm. uh, All of them were young. Um, I don't think any of them had run a connect group or a small group. Like They were just great disciples, but they weren't developed leaders. And so we just got them together and said, we've just got to present fun and joy and then Jesus to people. And so we went to the we went to the corners with a guitar and singing and hello everyone. And we had this sort of, um, you know, like with hands like this, hello. And uh, people say, who are you? And, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're people to tell you about Jesus. We're Christians and uh, universities. We played Frisbee and fun and talked about yeah. Jesus. And just just everything we did had to be fun. And, and part of that was also we had to maintain our own joy, you know, like yeah. – <laughs> By just turning up and having fun with each other, we became an event. Um, (laughs) And we discovered that Japanese love joy and love fun, but often needed to be given permission publicly. Mm. Like with their friends, I'm sure they had fun. But on the streets, it's sort of like they were more shy and uh, universities a bit more shy. So we just had to give permission. Hey, come and have fun. Come and play Frisbee. Mm. Come and play Uno cards. You know, like permission. And we found the Japanese just instantly latched on to joy, latched on to fun. And we think we thought this is more than just for us. It is for us. Yeah. But this is truly a cultural value 
mm. that um, that we must maintain. And and part of that then is is our services must be fun. And as I say that, of course, we're serious about worshiping God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. But yeah. just like a family has fun, so a church should have fun. Just should yeah. be relaxed and you know, mum and dad loving the kids, kids loving mum and dad. I'm not saying we're people's mums and dad, but just the concept of family, healthy family has a healthy sense of laughing at ourselves and fun and joy. And um, and so we've brought that into the church and small groups and then church. And mm. we just discovered it was such a key. Yeah. It was such a key thing. And, and then another part of this story is a, a very big part of this story that I tell is our Wednesday night encouragement meetings. Um, so we would, as a young Australian team in Japan, we came here without almost any money. That was a bad plan. Um, it was a miracle we survived. And um, we had visas, but very few of our young Australians had visas. Oh, sorry, they did have a visa, uh, a working holiday visa from Australia. But some were from other countries and, and couldn't get that. Um, and we couldn't get houses at the beginning. We didn't have jobs. Uh, it was a mess, but people's hearts were not a mess. Our young team's heart was full of joy to serve Jesus in Japan. So every Wednesday night, um, before we started a church service on a Sunday, every Wednesday night we got together, had a circle, and everyone had to share some good news. Everyone had to go around and share some good news and honestly it was ridiculously bad like some of the things they shared which made it funny so you know someone said well my i don't really have a lot of good news my good news is i i had a i had an interview for a job i didn't get the job but i had an interview and everyone yay and uh you know someone listening to that would say what you didn't get the job that's negative but we had to sort of make it ridiculously positive because we had to survive in Japan without money and jobs. It, it's just, this is quite serious. Mm-hmm. But we made the meeting hilarious. Another person put their hand up and said, yes, um, I got in a train and this train was heading. I could see it was heading at the end, was going to Narita Airport, and I could have just kept going on the train and gone back to Australia. And But I didn't. Here I am. Yay. And the next person said, well, that was the same as me. I was on a train thinking I could go back to Australia too. So <laughs> this is serious. Like next person. Yeah. And and Wednesday night by Wednesday night was ridiculously um, silly, but it was a statement of faith in the middle of all that. Like we're holding on. We're still here. We're okay. And then one by one they did get jobs and I got a job. and I. So that's a big celebration. Yeah. But we'd formed the culture mm. of – how to see a positive, how to talk about a positive, how to turn up and out of a, a difficult day and just love the family and love sharing. And we developed a culture of, of joy in our small family. So when we started the church on a Sunday, which was after three and a half months of being in Japan, it was just so fun. The, the musicians and some of our chords went wrong and probably this went wrong and we're just laughing and we're not laughing at God, we're laughing at ourselves. Mm. And so in the middle of that and um, during the message using a translator, what was that word again? And like we were just not professional at all. <laughs> um, but we were genuine and we were fun and the Japanese just loved it. 
they probably came to look at us and go, these crazy foreigners, you know. Um, <laughs> um, in fact, uh, the first few people who got saved all said to us, we're not here for anything about Jesus. We're just here for we want to play in the band or we want to learn English. And we said, mm. great. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. So that fun w- really did develop culture. Mm. Um, now, we're serious about life and about loving God and people, but the way we live our lives mm. have to have joy. I, I've spoken for a lot of minutes here about this issue, but it truly is yeah. one of the distinctives of Lifehouse. Mm. So much so when our very, very good friend, Pastor Chris Hodges, came from Highlands in America, uh, we respect Chris and we got our grow course from him and he blessed us. But when he came to visit our church and people cheered and when he got up to speak, cheered and, um, um, you know, honoring the word of God, um, he just stopped and he said, I can tell you what this church is. This church is a church of joy. And everyone is, well, yay! <laughs> and true. I just think that's so amazing that the culture wasn't Rod and Viv. Yeah. The culture was ingrained. Yeah. And, um, and please understand, if someone's going through a hard time, we don't say to them, oh, you've got to smile and be joyful. Um, we say to them, we're going to mourn with you and we're going to pray with you, of course. Yeah. But the flavor of the church carries on a spirit of joy. This is huge. And I think that right through our Lifehouse churches in Japan, we now have 13 in Japan or maybe another couple on the way. And then we have another, you know, a number of churches in Asia. And I would just love the everyone to visit our church and say, you know, I know what this church is. This is a church of joy. Mm. So it's become a a flavor, a characteristic and I think that we probably wrote that down on that blank piece of paper to get circle back to the beginning, yeah. loving God, loving people, here on mission, making disciples through small groups, mm. and joy yeah. became very, very high on that list. And I think it's helped our boys growing up too, yeah. because um, you know they they've, they had to go to a at first a a whole new school, a whole new situation. Um, didn't have friends at first, and I mean, people are friendly, but you know, it was a it was a jolt, uh, especially to my older son Monty, who was nine at the time, and he left his friends, and we left our dog in Australia, and <laughs> so joy hmm. was an important part of them seeing that God was good. That's great. You know, we weren't here and all sad and serious; hmm. we were here and mission and joyful. You yeah. can imagine the difference between those yeah. two, and. And we said to our young Australians, um, another value was we we love Australia, but we can't miss Australia. Mm. We we love our family, but we can't overly share. So, you know, like, a lot of times people come to a foreign nation and they're always telling the locals, oh, it's better back home and we have better food and we have better this. Mm. And we said to our team, we're here on mission. We, we, love, our, we love Australia, but we can't be missing Australia and telling everyone about, you know, Australia is better. And even I had to learn this uh, mm-hmm. myself. I, once I, I shared something, of you know, the, something's better in Australia. And a, a young pastor in Japan said, Pastor Rod, this is Japan. And I, I just thank him for that. It was yeah. like a, a wake-up call to mm-hmm. me as the leader of the team. Hey, you too, buddy. <laughs> God's saying to me, yeah. hey, you too, Rod. Um, so... Some things are better here and there, and but we can't over 
mm. you know, share and we're here on mission and we're missing this, but we're yeah. giving it up for you. And there's no joy in that. Not there's no all. sense of joy in the the joy is we love Australia, but mm. we love Japan. You guys yeah. are amazing. And and so, you know, that that whole thing of love the place you're in is it mm. was one of our values. Love the place yeah. you're in. And we also heard a lot of people here talk about how dark Japan is spiritually. Mm. And um, we had a revelation because we also lived in Thailand, Viv and I, for four years. That's where Monty was born. Mm. And so we lived in Thailand, we lived in Japan. And a lot of people, I, I think, I think wrongly go on and on about the darkness and, and the, the whatever in the nation mm. because although there's darkness, we're supposed to be the light, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have the light. We bring the light. And, and so I want to, again, circling around to joy, but also in that the sense of Jesus in Japan mm. and, and it coming out of our mouth. So these are the values we started writing down, Jesus yeah. in Japan. Mm. Um, God's wave is coming, mm. um, joy, bring a good report. So we started to write things out of experiences. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That the, ex- the experiences, yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, so I, my wife and I have been been to, or we've been part of Lifehouse now for five years, and, and all of these things that you are talking about, the sense of joy and celebration and the spirit of faith and positivity about Japan um, is, is something that we, we, we were drawn into immediately because it is, because mm. it's, and I think that's the power of building culture because it's something that you and Pastor Viv were so uh, committed to and you were leading the way in and intentionally, like you spoke about, you created these, yeah. Uh, these Wednesday night meetings where you you in you made an intentional step to build this culture and it and over twenty years it's been maintained. So a new person like me comes hmm. in and it's automatically I see it like a river. There's a fast flowing river. You you come in, you get sucked into it quickly, and it's you like get caught into it. And I think you see it right right yeah. across the the culture and yeah. and even I think yeah those are. The, and I think as we joined Lifehouse, it started changing us um, in a good way. We felt like we just wow. stepped into, we, we've always been people of joy, but it seemed to be sure. this, this new level of joy. And yeah. and the same thing, I think we always made a decision from when we came to Japan as well, that we would refer to Japan as home now. So people right. would often say to us, when you're going, when you're going home to visit family, I'm like, well, I'm heading home right now. When do you mean I'm going to visit family in South Africa? Because my home is like probably 20 yeah. minutes from here. Yeah. So it's, and it's making that decision of this mm. is home. And and so, yeah. <laughs> That's so good, mate. Well, And that, that brings joy to my heart to hear, you know, because this is organic, isn't it? This is not like you must have joy. Why don't you have joy? It's, <laughs> it's not that. Yeah. It's just not that at all. It's just mm. come and join us in the fun. Yeah. Come and join us in the mission. Yeah. Come and join us in the presence of God. So the, mm. I think it's very organic, right? It just yeah. it's it, it's it's magnetic, yeah. and I think one of the other things, and this is not referring to you here, but just getting back to our story, I think part of the joy why it was so important was Japanese are not religious people. Um, mm. A lot of people say, you know, Japan is Buddhist, right? And we say, well, no, only about fifteen percent mm. uh, probably believe in Buddhism. Or well, what are they? Well, they probably just believe in 
the same as Western people in some ways, or mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't we don't really know what what they do believe in. They're good people, um, mm-hmm. but they don't, they, don't, they don't know Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus, so they don't they don't have that. Mm-hmm. But they do smell and don't like religion. Yeah, they 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 don't like the concept of um, you know uh, going somewhere and being sad or or going somewhere and being you know like a ritual um and especially over a long time and um so it's almost like i said they have a sniffer the non-christians have a sniffer for religion and say no thanks so again coming into joy um gives them a chance to say what is this Mm. what is this message you know if they came in and saw you and Catherine, and what is this message what do you have and it it creates Mm. um mission um this organic joy brings down defenses so that people can actually hear the message. Mm. Um, I I like to, with this area, I like to talk about the concept of in Japan, um, the package is very important. Mm. Um, When you give someone a gift, the gift may not be expensive, but the the wrapping must be nice. You know, in Australia, we sort of say, don't care about the wrapping, give me the present, you know, but in Japan, (laughs) it's almost the opposite. The, the package is actually very important. And I say our package, our outside presentation is really important that they actually open the package and find mm-hmm. Jesus, sure. which is n- not the package. Mm-hmm. So the package is this stuff, joy and fun. and But I want them to enjoy that to say, what have you got in here? What, what's the core? What's the center? And we say it's, it's Jesus. So it's a big part. It's a really big part of 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 the, the opening the package and seeing Jesus mm. inside the package, which is the whole point of doing mission in in Japan and anywhere really. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think one thing I've realized, like you said, the Japanese are just so brilliant at uh, packaging and making things just look <laughs> so beautiful. Like even yeah. a simple lunchbox. Like I remember when if all the kids in South Africa, you, mom just put a bunch of food in a bowl and you just kind of get it and here in Japan, it's like all these little integrated yeah. little parts and pictures. It's amazing. <laughs> That's right. The, so. Yeah, Japanese mums are so talented <laughs> at putting their kids' food in the lunchbox and with love, the, the presentation. Yeah, so. so, yeah, it is important. Yeah, so it seems what you what I've really been hearing is that having a good culture is number one or really a part of having a strong culture really helps a organization stay healthy. So you were saying like the, the whole idea of joy was um, if we have joy, we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to stick around. We're going to enjoy this and we're going to do a lot. We're going to be a lot more effective, but it's also uh, important for those outside that we are trying to reach and engage. Uh, So it's this uh, two way uh, thing. It's a multiple, uh, trying mm. to find the word is yeah it just has a double impact um it's good for us yeah. and for those we're trying to reach i think it's what we call good news mm. <laughs> <laughs> sharing good news with people he's i want to tell you about my wonderful jesus and mm. in, in, in my life he's done this and this and this and this and i'm so happy mm. yeah that's that's good news in japan mm. people will go huh um yeah. what is that what have you got yeah. Um, many people come to church and they say, we don't understand God, we don't understand Jesus, we don't understand this, we don't understand a lot, but we understood that you are a good person and this is a good place yeah. and we will come again. That's an amazing concept. I, yeah. I, I've had that hundreds of times. That's not 
That's not rare. That's common for Japanese to come in. So I didn't understand, but I will come again yeah. because there's something here. And, yeah. and that's that, that, that first spark of God touching their heart. Mm. Um, it, it really comes through an experience mm. of sensing God in love and joy, which is good news yeah. for the Japanese. Yeah, I would love to ask a question about um, how do so. Let's say, for example, you've got someone who's uh, part of your community now, and yet they they seem to not be capturing that culture. How do you engage with them to really help them understand it? So, for example, I am from South Africa, and a South African man is meant to look uh, respectable. You're not meant to express emotion unless you're watching rugby. Uh, but not in church, not in church. You shouldn't be expressing emotion because that that's undignified or something yeah. like that. How do you engage with someone to say, well, that's that may be South African culture or Japanese culture, Australian culture, but this is kingdom culture and this is yeah. who we are. And sometimes we have to lay down our personal culture and embrace a greater culture. How do you engage someone like that? It's, it's a really hard question. I think the answer is we have to be real and really full of joy. Um, in other words, we're not trying to um, say to people, you're bad or you're lesser. We're just saying, this is us. Um, take it or leave it. We hope you take it. But if, if there are other styles of churches that are also great and valid, and we would mm. we could help you find mm. a church like that. But we also found that people that you're describing like that come in and see the young Japanese, and they've been told that Japanese don't believe in God or Jesus, and they come to our church and they see young Japanese laughing and praising and listening to the word and engaging and small groups, and they're stunned. Mm. I, I think the church or the small group is actually the model mm. that people, and we've had a number of people say, this is not my style of music or not my style of church, but you're seeing Japanese people wonder Christ and lives transformed and we know the Holy Spirit is with you and we want to be a part of it. So I guess that's mission, it's fruitfulness, it's organic joy, and we're not forcing anyone to be like us. Um, we just don't want them to stand against it. You know, like mm. if someone comes in and says to a young Japanese, you're so full of joy um, as a bad thing, that's, that's so destructive. Yeah. And that has happened. It's actually happened, and we had to say to that person, you can have your values, but please don't put a stumbling block in front of a young disciple. Mm. Please don't do that. Please please keep your attitude to yourself. Um, and some of those people have said sorry and they've changed. Mm. Others have just never come back. Mm. But we've had to protect the culture, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's the same in a family. If someone came up to my boys when they were little and said something negative, I'd have to say to my boys, don't listen to that. Mm. And I have to say to that person, sir, I'm sorry, but you, you really can't say that to my kids. Mm. Now, we're not talking about children in church. We're talking about adults. Mm. But we have to teach people. I think manners actually comes into this story. Yeah. And, and I, I love local church and I respect different local churches. And mm. if someone's not like us, that's great. As long as they you know, love God and love people and you know, those scriptures yeah. will have fellowship. But I, I, I think p people coming into a local church have to look at that local church as a culture and, and make a decision at the end, do I like this or not? Is it for me or not? And if it's not, that's fine.
Honestly, mm. that is so fine. Uh, we can help people find a church like them. I've mm. done that many times in 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 uh, in Japan, mm. and people have actually thanked me years later. Yeah. Um, but if we have a family and someone comes in and they're just not enjoying it, we would engage that and say, "How are you doing? Mm. What what's happening?" And yeah. your, your sort of guy that says, "Do I have to raise my hands?" He says, "No, no, no. Do I have to do this? No, 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 no. Mm. But just just be positive when you come and receive the word, and and we'll be we'll be good. We're all mm. good." Um, yeah. But if someone wants to say you have too much joy, we do have to say, you know, we're mm. just not going to change that. Yeah. That's who God called us to be. Mm. There are many other good churches that you would. So we're not trying too hard, I think is my answer yeah. here. Okay. And we're certainly not trying to make them feel less. Mm. But if they come to our church, we're on mission to share the good news with people who have never heard and present a Jesus who has good news for them. And, um, you know, like if we want to talk about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, number one is love, mm. always love. Number two is joy. Fruit of the Holy Spirit is joy. Yeah. Some of those guys might say, well, don't show my joy on the outside. Australians would say the same <laughs> yeah. thing. It's all on the inside. And, and I have no problem with that. Yeah. And if that's true, they would rejoice that our young Japanese yeah. are full of joy, right? They would. They'd just yeah. say, it's, it's not my style, but I'm happy for the church mm. we are gonna be great we mm. are gonna be so happy yeah but again even over time you see some of those people start journaling and saying yeah. wow my faith's coming alive and um i even one guy said i even raised my hand to here today which <laughs> we don't require that at all yeah. yeah um it was just a funny it was just a joke between yeah. us um and, and other people have come in and they've said, you know, we want to give to this church. We want to mm. give to this church because we see people getting saved here. We see people being healed here. Mm. Um, so this is a very big issue, but is it is our family and we want people just to have good manners mm. in the house. Yeah. That's, that, that's really important. So, yeah. Mm. It, yeah, that sounds great because it seems like the the focus is to protect our culture, protect what we are trying to build and what we believe God has given us the vision to do. Uh, but that doesn't mean cookie cutting. So it doesn't mean each person has to look the same. So if a new person comes in different, a little bit of a different personality, as long as they're not going in a complete di- opposite direction, it seems like that's it. So it's like, this is who yeah. we are. Come join us. Jump in. Jump in the river. And just be a part of it and express it how you want to, as long as you're yeah. not trying to take people in a different direction. Yeah. Mm. And I think, as I said, every family would, would mm. protect good culture. Yeah. Um, and every sports club and every business would protect mm. good culture. Yeah. And say, you know, you can have your opinions, but please be, please have good manners. Mm. If I could put it this way, I think that, if I came to your house for dinner, you have a certain way of setting your table mm. and foods there. But if I was like to to give advice, maybe you should serve it this way or why do you put your cup on that side? You'd think it's both unnecessary mm. and it's actually rude. Yeah. But that's what sometimes people in churches, they come and say, yeah, we like this, but we don't like that. And so I'd say, well, find a church where you're happy. Mm. It's no problem. But if you're here, you're in our house, and this is the way we set the table. Yeah. Um, so joy would be one of those. Being biblical would be one of those. Following Jesus' words with all sorts of areas. Um, uh, 
being honest, mm. being, um, you know, punctual on time. And we'd have a whole lot of things that we say, these are our manners. Mm. It's not legalism. It's just good manners. Mm. I think there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, and it takes time. We know it takes time to change culture. Mm. And that's that time people are saying, well, I'm not sure. And But here's the great thing. When people come in as non-Christians and they see this and they receive this, this is their culture already. Yeah. There is no need for more cultural teaching on things that are organic and, and yeah. wonderful and good news. So mm. most of our... Most of our church are converts mm. to Jesus. Most of our church are new believers in Jesus. Yeah, it's awesome. And I think that that is the most wonderful thing of all is seeing the kingdom grow, more people grow. So if people come from outside, we're saying, help us in the mission. Come yeah. and help us coach these amazing people. And most exactly. foreigners go, wow, we'd love to do that. Yeah, so good. Awesome. Final question. Uh, just... 20 years into Lifehouse, why have you built a church for the next generation? <laughs> you know what? We're, Viv and I, we were once we were once young. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you still are, did you? <laughs> yeah, and we had young people in the church. And as we got to 30s and 40s, we still had young people in the church, and we don't know why. Um, I just think we just love to have fun with young people. I just think we... We've always said to young people, you're not the church of tomorrow, you're the church of today, come and help us. Mm. And uh, we love older people too. But we've just always had this sense of fun with young people. And I just think we we still have that. Yeah. You know, I'm 62, but I still love being around young people and encouraging them. Mm. And I love being around 60-year-old people with vision as well. So mm. I just think keep young, just yeah. keep young. Keep fresh, keep learning, new wine of the Holy Spirit, mm. journaling every day. God, speak to me. God, refresh me. God, cleanse me. Um, keep vision strong. Keep forgiving. Love your mother. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving all this advice. Um, <laughs> oh, it's good. Awesome. Well, thanks so yeah. much, Pastor Rod. It's been a great chat. And just for uh, everyone watching, thank you for connecting. Uh, I'm looking forward to this series. So as you mentioned, Pastor Rod, every good church loves God, loves people, is making disciples. But over the next, we don't know how many weeks, uh, we're going to be looking at distinctives just of right. over 20 years. What, who is Lifehouse? We're going to just dive into those different areas in more depth. And from next week, uh, we're going to be looking at our big three which is journaling, simple prayer, clean heart. We're going to go uh, each episode more into detail around those. So really looking forward to those conversations. So awesome. Any final words, Pastor Rod? Just that Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And I believe in the church, all different types, all different cultures. Obviously, this base culture, love God, love people, but love church, love your church, be part of a local church that you can put your heart and and, and uh, resources into and prayer and love the church like Jesus loves his church. That's awesome. my last word. Great. So, well, thank you so much. And, well, hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll connect with you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.